hey, it's me. I feel like I didn't really want to record an episode, but I was like, I guess I wasn't thinking about it. And then I was like, going to look through my phone and see if I have to delete any apps. And then I was going to delete like a biking one. And then I saw this and I'm like, I know I don't really have a habit of recording these, but I figure I want to record one because I think, I don't know. I think people have been listening to my podcast like a couple weeks ago. So I feel like maybe it'll help if I record something. Maybe someone will listen to it. I still get to share stuff. So I feel weird, I guess. So I've been doing the yoga thing just kind of for fun, for exercise, to be a part of a community. Um, and I've been working. And I want to find a second job. I got hired, but they still haven't finished um, building the, the place to serve coffee where I'm going to work at the mall. Um, but I want to go there. I feel like... I don't know. I feel like I haven't been relaxed at my yoga class because what I'm doing now in January is starting it, which a lot of people start, you know, exercising in January, but I bought like a unlimited annual pass thing. So what that means is except for events and trainings or something that they do, like I can go to whatever class I want, however often I want. Um, yeah, like I could, if you wanted to, you can go to like, let's say on Monday, right? Martin Luther King Day. Thankful for him, by the way. Um, let's say on Monday, there's like six classes. I can take all of those classes. And so I don't know if I posted this already, but if I take 54 classes, Basically, every class after that is free. So, I don't know. I think I've taken 10. So, if I've taken 10 and it's like, let's say, 60 classes. Like, one out of six. Like, I just have to do this, what I did, like, five more times, I guess. Or six more times. And then I'm good. And and I want to... I It's hard because I'm not white. And a lot of... Not all... People in my yoga classes are white. But see, Venice used to be like more African-American, Hispanic, and then like white. But then now it's, you know, it's super gentrified now. It's to the point where it's not even gentrified anymore because it's just not the same neighborhood. And so people who go to that studio drive nice cars and they have children and you know, they travel or travel for work. And sometimes it does feel like I don't fit in or I don't have their lifestyle. Really, I'm just doing this because I want to rewire my brain in a lot of ways, you know. Um, also, so that I... Wait. Oh, yeah. Also, because it can help me live longer. If I do yoga, like it can help me live to an old age. And I want to live to an old age because I feel like in life, like 
you have so many struggles to the point where it pushes you, no matter what your personality is like, to make changes. Because you in life, you learn what's most important to you eventually, you know? And I feel like if I'm here long enough and well enough, I can go through that and figure figure out like, oh, I need to change this. You know, eventually, if I keep doing what I'm doing and keep trying, you know, things will come up and I'll be able to make a, li- a living, you know, and, and survive and live well, you know, and, you know, share my life with someone or be a part of a community and have purpose and live long and live long and have good years, you know, and you know, this is such a good way to do that is through yoga because, you know, sorry, I'm saying you know a lot, but it's okay. You check in with your body, you know, there's this, what I'm learning, I think it's because I am like a first generation American and also, I think, I just don't fit in a lot, which I don't really hate myself for. I think that's just, I just accept it. You know, a lot of people are like that. But um, When I go there and there are new people, which is basically everyone, if the teacher I'm taking is new, which it has been like that because I want to find a good teacher. I've been feeling, you know, nervous and tense. And my teacher today, her name is Rachel. She she was subbing for another teacher. You know, she, when I was laying down or resting, she took my shoulders back to the mat because I was tense. I wasn't relaxing. And I had, like, worried-looking eyes. I know I did. Because, you know, my mom, she worried a lot. Or she's still alive, but she worried a lot. She doesn't worry as much now because she's so much older now. I just remember her eye her like eyebrows would always furrow. So she has these like deep lines in between her eyebrows. And sometimes when I'm relaxing or trying to go to sleep, I notice that in my head, not in my head, but like on my skin and between my eyes that I'm worrying. And, you know, she, Rachel, she moved my shoulders back to touch the mat. And that helped me because I'm like, oh, I wasn't relaxing. I told her after, you know, thank you. And, and she said how. It's important to have your shoulders touch the mat. And I was like, okay. And, you know, I'm learning. I'm learning this stuff. No one taught me to, like... Sorry, I'm going to get emotional. No one taught me it was okay to take up space in the world. And I know my dad and my mom, they probably went through that when they were kids too. You know, they were taught to just work or else. And in a different way than now, you know, their parents made them do that when they were too young. That's how it was when where they were from. And, I mean, that was normal back then. But I feel like, in a lot of ways, 
they pass that feeling on to me or their kids where it's like, you're only here to work, you know? And not in, like, the way lawyers work all the time, like, long hours is more like the reason why you exist is not because of you. Nobody likes you. They didn't tell me that, but I feel like from how I grew up, I think that was how the environment was because if you didn't, then you were selfish. And I don't know. I feel like I started this podcast. It was about like work. And work is so much more than work. But anyway, you know, I'm learning that I can take up space. And other people, more privileged people, they grew up with the sense that they they have space in the world and their bodies reflect that you know when they walk past you or when when they're in the supermarket pushing a cart and you get out the way before you even realize you're even getting out of the way for them because their parents and I don't think it's a race thing I think it's maybe like a history of it but I'm learning all that's passed down through modeling not genetics you know, unconsciously teaching your child that, that you matter and they matter and to, to act like it, you know? And for me, I feel like maybe my parents, their own experience didn't feel like that, you know? And then maybe that's why I didn't feel like that. And I still don't feel like that a lot, but, you know, I'm trying. Yoga really helps me. see how my body feels and how my body feels is depends on how I feel how I feel so if I'm angry or worried it's probably gonna like show up on my face or my breathing um, and my posture or if I'm nervous or I feel unworthy or small you know like evolution evolutionary adaptations make us, you know, minimize ourselves with our bodies to hide from predators, to appear smaller. And I feel like over the course of hundreds of thousands or millions of years, I, I do that, you know, we do that. And I don't want to do that anymore. But I also don't want to look too big, you know, make other people feel small. But anyway, that's what it teaches me. Like, when she moved my shoulders back, maybe it was, oh, because I feel like she's so much like me, that teacher, but she doesn't really teach much. That's one weird thing about the studio is a lot of teachers just, that's their side hustle, but that's like all of their side hustle. So some teachers you only see once a week, twice a week, depending on your schedule. So it's kind of hard to see them consistently which I guess is okay but but anyway you know when she moved my shoulders back like her well sorry she is like me because she can sense how people feel and even though they don't say it and you know she was like that she maybe she knew I felt lost or um, out of place I guess and I still think people hate me. 
but I feel like like some people do care and they want to help you. And a lot of teachers there, all of the teachers there, they want to help you. And so she probably knew how I was feeling. And she helped me and that told me. Sometimes it sucks because like, please don't adjust me because then I know, then I know you know how I feel inside. But she did and I was like, oh, she does know, of course. And it kind of brought awareness to that. So that's why I like, like it too because it's, it kind of teaches you about yourself through your body. And that's one way to learn about yourself, you know, like, right now, if you're listening, it's like, how are you sitting or standing? How are you walking? You know, we're out of touch. So maybe, maybe not, maybe you're not, that's fine. But I feel like it's hard because I don't feel good enough for the other people and I think a lot of it is because okay I'm not white I'm not rich I'm not skinny um I have a lot of hair on my body I don't have expensive clothes I don't want expensive clothes either and I feel like because of that I can't relate to them and that they're better than me and and that's that and a big reason why I got a year pass is because I learned or I'm learning from from other people from women I think women know more about it than men because they've kind of suffered in a lot of ways I don't think they used to suffer. I really don't. You know, we all used to suffer. Our ancestors suffered a lot. But I feel like women and men, you know, before we settled down, I think we were equal. We we both had important roles, you know. The truth about women and men, sorry, I'm going into a tangent, but we're different. That's okay. We are different. We are biologically different. You know, just like, because we're mammals. It's like cows, like female cows are different than male cows. And that's okay. And women and men, you know, back then, before history started, they had to survive. You know, women had babies. Men could have babies. And they had different roles, but it wasn't because one was better than the other one. It was because their bodies were different. And it wouldn't be, it wouldn't make sense for a woman to hunt while she was, you know, eight, nine months pregnant. So then it was different. But, you know, I'm learning a lot of women were big game hunters you know, prehistorically, and 
and we weren't so different. We hung out with each other more. I think society is kind of a disease because we're so out of touch with our, our bodies and our biology and I'm not going to blame religion because I believe in Jesus, but I feel like it doesn't really help. And anyway, I think you can be believe in Jesus as your savior without being religious, you know, if you live by what he says and, you know, accept him into your life. Um, anyway, a lot of women get it because, you know, as history progressed, you know, they became looked down on more and had limited opportunities compared to men in a different age, right? Like the age of industry or, yeah, I think maybe that was when it started and when people started settling, but I feel like in the beginning and the end, prehistorically and now, I think it will even out because of the work, the work involved, you know, in the digital age, a lot of women can, can work because the physical demands that men might have won't play a role because the work is different. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know why I do that. I feel like, I feel like I learn a lot. Like I learn about how I do kind of crimp up a little bit. And I do think that growing up, I was the youngest and me and my sister were the youngest. And I always felt like we were kind of like second class citizens in the home in a way. Because our home was chaotic. And. Um, I always felt like we were in the corner somewhere. Playing or just quiet. Just waiting. For things to settle down. To come out. I think we got used to holding on to. Table legs. And and hiding or something. Probably I'm good at hide and seek, but I'm a little bigger now, so it'd be a little more hard. Um. Sorry, my brain kind of just went. Sorry about random stuff like work. I want to work more. I don't really like having time off this much. Not even the money thing, but just just feels like I'm waiting to go back to work all the time. But um, yeah. So 
it's still hard to go. I mean, okay, so when I say we're we're rewiring the brain, there's a lot of ways to like explain that, but one of the ways is to kind of just repetitive exposure to going to places where I don't feel like I belong, like the yoga classes, until my brain doesn't really see it as like a threat anymore. And another thing I'm learning is I don't really have a personality when I first meet someone. Very blasé. Very oblivious. Like intentionally oblivious. I wear that as like a mask, you know? And so a lot of people tell me like, oh, when I first met you, I thought you were really mean or cold. And I used to use that as a way to protect myself. Not to bring a lot of attention Sometimes when I walk, I should probably drink more water. Sometimes when I walk and there is a guy passing me by or a woman, I don't want to feel like I'm threatening. Because I feel like, oh, they automatically think I'm going to hurt them. So what I do is I kind of relax my eyes a lot and I look straight forward in a nonchalant way. And the other day I did this thing at night where I was near a bank. What I did was, I don't know if you know what an NPC is, but it's a non-player character in a video game. So I kind of pretended I was like a background character for the, the guy I was walking past just so he would feel more relaxed because I feel like he wouldn't because of me. So... It's still going to happen until it doesn't where I go. And I hate myself and I'm really trying to get rid of that. But it's going to take a while, you know, to get to that point. But I'm going to keep going, you know. I judge people a lot. I don't know if people judge me. Probably they do. I mean, they're human. I just feel like I don't want to judge people anymore. Unless they give me a reason to. If they hurt my feelings or something. Or if they're rude. But what happens is. And I guess it is normal. Because that's how we, we evolve. We look at someone. We make judgments. Because we need to know if they're safe or not. You know, or they'll take our stuff and we evolve for all that. And so I do get it, but I feel like, you know, it is the 21st century. It is like a civilized like world, I guess. I mean, that's kind of being generous, but you get what I mean. So I know I'm safe, but it feels like there's still parts of me that don't, you know? And... I really like that yoga studio. It was... It used to be... Um, it used to be... I think it was like a... Thrift store. Like a St. Joseph Center thrift store. 
There used to be a thrift store, like a St. Joseph Center around there. And then I think maybe they moved it or maybe it was an antique store or a clothing store. This was in the mid to late 90s. And then there was another one of those stores nearby the um, barbershop over there. And then... Anyway, Venice has changed a lot, but that's what the yoga studio is like. So I like it because it feels like I've been there before, you know, like it feels safe. Like my job at school that I used to go to, it feels safe and it feels like it's in my neighborhood. So I like where I live. Um, What, what else? Today, I'm probably going to go eat with my mom. I don't know. I've just been having a lot of anxiety lately. Like I'm missing something. I feel like maybe because of money. But that happens a lot with me. But when I think about that now, I try to think, okay, let me think about what I have and what I'm thankful for. So I have a car that works. I live in a building. Um, so I have a shelter. I have a refrigerator. There's food inside of the refrigerator. There's a bed and the lights work. And even the heat works now. And I have clothes in my closet. And I have shoes to wear just so I can go outside and walk. I have a bike I can ride. You know, I have a job. So when I do start freaking out, I just think about those things. And they are just things, but they're, they're things I use to move to survive. And I just have to remember, you know, I am alive. You know, I may not live in the house across the street and have a dog like they have in their neighborhood or a chimney. Um, or a fence or a garage, you know, I may not have a pool or a trampoline, but it's like. Those are bells and whistles, you know? And it's interesting because... Sorry, I'm going to try to keep this under 30 minutes. It's interesting because... I remember last spring... I was going to join an MLM. But it was like, quote, unquote, you're an insurance agent. But... I remember reading this book about like million dollar secrets or something like how to get rich basically. And I realized like there's a lot of language it used where it's like basically shaming you if you're okay with just living below your means and having humility, you know. I think there was something like, well, if you want to be broke, hey, I'm okay with that. But it's like, are you? If you were okay with it, I don't know if you would be writing this book about all this stuff. But I feel like I was so pro-wealth and pro-abundance. And now it's just like, hey, if I'm breathing and moving and fed and warm, I'm good. If I have a community, if I have my family, like it's fine. And I feel thankful for that, you know. I do. And I'm just trying, you know, to have no expectations. Just my own responsibilities and my own duties as a 
brother, a son, maybe a father. I don't know. I don't know where I am with that, but I don't know if I'm a father or not. But just sticking to that and being thankful and just letting go of everything. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Glad I kept it under 30. So, thank you for listening. Bye.